Hi everybody, it's Matt from Emetic's Mind here. Just a reminder that my book, Emetic's Mind, is available wherever books are sold, including Barnes & Noble. You can find it on Amazon.com, .ca, and in the UK. And yes, it's available on Kindle and all other ebook formats. If you'd like to support me, head over there and purchase a copy today and leave a review. Thank you very much. Want to stay connected? Follow me on Instagram at emeticsmind or head over to www.emeticsmind.com and sign up today. I look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to Emetic's Mind, the podcast. Thanks very much for being here. This is officially episode one of Emetic's Mind in BC. I'm home. I've made it. I'm safe. I'm sound. And my equipment has made it safe and sound as per me talking to you right now. So, uh, hey, this is good news, right? I told you at the end of last episode that it would be about a couple of weeks. Uh, but hey, I, I got my stuff. It came. I've set it up in a brand new room. Now, I'm going to gush a little bit here, okay? So bear with me. My girlfriend's brother, his name is Jared, and he is an insanely talented human being. This guy, the room I'm sitting in right now, I wish I could accurately describe it to you, but he built this room from ground up, and there are some beveled ceilings. There's uh, some uh, stonework at the baseboard leaning out from the wall. Uh, it's dark and and uh, light in color, and uh, it is uh, anybody who can build things blows me away. When I was a kid, I couldn't even put Lego together, and my little nephew can build the Taj Mahal out of Lego, and it's insane. And so, whenever I meet somebody who has the ability to craft something out of wood or out of out of nothing, just to look at a, a plot of land and go, "Yep, I'm going to put a house there," which, by the way, this guy has done. He's built. A good portion of Falkland itself with his bare hands. And uh, it's very impressive. So, and uh, Sheena was gracious enough to give me this room as like a, a podcasting, gaming kind of room. So, Sheena, thank you very much for that. I'm not going to call it a man cave. The reason I'm not going to call it a man cave is because I want Sheena in here as much as possible because it'll be fun to watch movies in here. And uh, it's, you know, it, it's just kind of cool to be given uh, something like this in somebody's home and uh, and to have it be classed as mine. It's really kind of cool. It's it's nice that she did that. And uh, Jarrett, man, um, thanks for all of your hard work in everything you not just this room, but everything you do, man, uh, and everything you have done. Uh, it's it is incredible work to be able to build uh, the way you do. So uh, that's awesome. All right. Gushing is over. Gushing's done. I'm done gushing. 
but yeah, I'm in, I'm in the new room, guys. I am in the new podcasting room. It's not fully set up to the way we want it yet. So there may be a little reverberance, a little bit of echo, but uh, we're working on it. We're, we're going to get there. Uh, I do have a blog, uh, blog read for you today. Uh, I was going to say a blogcast read, but uh, hey, maybe that's maybe I could coin that term a blogcast because uh, it's it's very very like very accurate to what I do. So I have a blogcast for you guys. I'm going to try it out for size this week. Jeez. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, I do have a blog read for you. Uh, it is uh, a piece that I wrote um, about a week and a half back, maybe two weeks back now. Uh, kind of lose track of time not very good at remembering days. So anyway, I wrote it a while ago and it is called Mom Said Yes. And it was inspired by a conversation that I had with Sheena uh, when I was still in Ontario just prior to me moving out here. And uh, it was centered around her costume idea uh, for Halloween or the what she was going to go as. Um and based on that conversation, some other things entered my thinking space and, and began to really kind of swirl around and uh, ruminated in a very uh, pleasing way. So I wrote some stuff down, as I often do, and uh, then I decided to turn it into a podcast. So uh, coming up next is Mom Said Yes, and you're going to find out what she said yes to at the end of this episode. Mom Said Yes. Responding code four. Story time. I hung up the phone and fell back against the pillows of the couch. An ensorcelled smile befell me. It was subtle at first, but inch by whimsical inch, it expanded and crawled from ear to ear. I even let free a jovial chuckle of incredulity. The thoughts encircling my thinking space were resplendent and joyful. But as is the case with all things in my life, a slight sadness meandered alongside the happiness. I don't say that so that you feel bad for me. It's just a factual proclamation of how things play out in my life. Ultimately, in that moment on that day, sitting on that couch, I was as happy as I am able to be. And that's all we need to focus on. I had just finished a pleasing conversation with my girlfriend, Sheena. We were discussing the countdown to our cohabitation, expressing our excitements and hopes for the future. We found out early on that we both love the autumn season, and as it turns out, a rather giddy fondness for the ghoulish festivities of Halloween. I was remarking on my previous costume choices in a comedic fashion so as to engender a laugh from her. There's a melody to her tone that I simply love to hear. So any chance I get to act a fool and cause a cachination, I'm more than willing to oblige. During our colloquial flirtations, she informed me that her friend, Amy, had procured a group-themed set of costumes. She went on to explain that she would be dressing as a witch for Halloween. I couldn't bring myself to tell her at the time because I was still processing it all myself, but I had found a wonderful symbolism woven within the threading of her chosen attire. You see, my mom, my poor old mom, she used to love Halloween. 
She was the kind of parent that would go all out, decorating the interior of our home from top to bottom, as well as the outside, placing effigies of goblins, ghouls, ghosts alongside carefully carved pumpkins on our steps. As the sun went down, the eerie glow of contorted cutouts pierced through the blackened streets, a beckoning nictation to all who sought treats. A promise of sheer fright or unrivaled deliciousness waited from behind our home's closed door. My mother would spare no expense. She would buy heaps of mini chocolate bars as well as choosing to splurge on their full-size counterparts. I often found myself on the receiving end of verbal castigations due to my proclivity at dipping into said sugary treats a little early. Like a week early. Okay, sometimes more. My mother seemed to come alive in the fall months. Summers were hit and miss. Sometimes she was held up in her room, manacled to her covers with depression resting beside her. Other times disease and illness had kidnapped her and forsaken her to a hospital room. But something about that shift in seasons, something in the air seemed to ignite a happiness within her. My mother's smile was never more sincere than when she was decorating or rearranging the house for a purpose. Halloween was seemingly the start of that season. She would even watch all the Halloween specials on TV with me. These were some of the happiest moments of my life. But why is this relevant? What made me find symbolism between Sheena's chosen costume and my mother's adoration for this spectacular day? Well, because each and every year for as long as I can remember, my mother loved dressing up as a witch. Each passing year, a new iteration of Cackling Conjurer was donned by my mother. Ever since she passed away, Halloween and that stapled character within has held significant meaning to me. I never thought I'd look at a witch and feel safe, comforted, and serene. But every time my eyes catch a glimpse of a pointed hat, curly-toed shoes, heinous moles, and a green face, I am left feeling like a boy again. A boy who is truly at home, safe, and serene. Who killed the witch of the East? Was it you? No. No, it was an accident. I didn't mean to kill anybody. Well, my little pretty, I can cause accidents too. Aren't you forgetting the ruby slippers? The slippers. Yes. The slippers. When Sheena told me about her costume, my mind quickly sewed together a jubilant concatenation. My mom was saying, Yes. For years I lived in loneliness. The worst part of that loneliness was that I had someone right beside me the whole time. I was just invisible to her. It did not matter. My mom never liked any of my girlfriends. Part of her saying that was just her way of supporting me and making me feel better when the relationship ended, I'm sure. And I'm grateful for it. Always feels nice to know that mom has your back. But one thing she hated more than my previous love interests was my being truly alone and without prospect. I was in a relationship with the bottle, and she could hear what it was doing to me. As toxic as any woman I had ever chosen to be with. 
and she let me know it. Maddie, you're not going to find your answers in the bottom of a bottle, boy I know, Mom. I don't think I'm searching for any, really. Then what are you doing, then? Drinking all the bloody time. Trying to silence the questions. What questions, my boy? All of them. I was in a bad way for many years. Traumas from childhood, the loss of my brothers in the army, through to the horrors of having been a paramedic. They all left weighted questions of why. Impossible queries and conundrums that poisoned me from within. My mother once asked when I was going to put the bottle down and find myself a woman to love. Said that I deserved to be loved and made to feel appreciated. Not like those other ones, she would say i typically answer by twisting the cap off of another beer and then replying with, I don't know, Mom. Love might not be for me. Spoken through a sigh. The first Halloween after my mother's death, I woke on the morning of to find a stuffed facsimile of a witch stapled to one of the light poles outside my window. He was peering in and smiling a crooked smile. I couldn't help but grin when seeing that. It made me think that it was my mom's way of informing me that she was still around. Always watching. Always close by. The best part? Throughout that entire section of city, that was the only character to not be repeated on a respective light pole. The only witch around. And it was outside my window. Hi, Mom. So now there I was, sitting on my couch, grinning like a fool after having forged another fabled bit of symbolism. In my mind, Sheena's dressing as a witch was my mum's way of saying, Oh, I like this one. Yep, she's a good girl, Matty. Matty, why? I say yes.
from somewhere out there in the ether of it all. My mom had come to meet Sheena, and she told me that it's okay. That love is, after all, absolutely for me. And so she said yes. Mom said yes. This Halloween will mark three years that she's been gone. It also marks my first Halloween with Sheena. I'd like to confess to you all that this year, this Halloween, is the first year in a long time where I'm smiling. A happy, wonderful, jubilant smile. Hey, Sheena. Mom said yes. Happy Halloween, babe. Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It got on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the Monster Mash. Wow. From my laboratory in the castle east wow. to the master bedroom where the vampires feast. Wow. The ghouls all came from their humble abode wow. to get a jolt from my electrode. They did the mash. They did the Monster Mash. The Monster a graveyard smash. They did the mash. It got on in a flash. They did the mash. They did the monster mash. The zombies were having fun. The party had just begun. The guests included Wolfman, Dracula, and his son. The scene was rocking over digging the sounds. Igor on chains backed by his baying hounds. Coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. They played the mash. They played the monster mash. The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. They played the mash. It got on in a flash. They played the mash. They played the monster mash. Out from his coffin rack's voice did ring. Seemed he was troubled by just one thing. Opened the lid. And shook his fist and said, Whatever happened to my Transylvania twist? It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. The monster mash. And it's a graveyard smash. It's now the mash. It's caught on in a flash. It's now the mash. It's now the monster mash. Now everything's cool, Drax's a part of the band. And my monster mash is the hit of the land. For you, the living, this mash was meant to. Get to my door, tell them what is said. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. The monster mash. And do my graveyard smash. Then you can mash. You'll catch on in a flash. Then you can mash. Then you can monster mash. Mash. Journey with me in the mind of a medic 
Cause that's my everyday 